you got to get passionate about this thing. If the cross doesn't move you, nothing will move you. I'm offering you something that's greater than silver and gold. I'm offering you something that's greater than an increase in your pay on your job. I'm offering you a... There's no shortcuts to the glory. Week to week living. We've got to multiply our prayer life. We've got to multiply our efforts. And we are willing to give. God will always give it back to us in good measure that is pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Hey, thanks for checking out our Christian Life Church podcast. You will be hearing from one of our pastors or guest speakers, either at our Frankfurt or Lebanon campus. Prepare your hearts and your minds to receive a word from God. Thanks for listening. Enjoy and receive this message. Now, before we go into the Word of God tonight, I want to ask. Maybe this is not for any of you tonight, but it's for me. If there is anyone else in here who feels like it is attack after attack in your life and you don't really know how you are going to actually come out of it, I'm here for you tonight. And if you aren't in here, I'm preaching to myself. And it's Labor Day. I know y'all want to go eat dinner somewhere nice tonight and have a long week and have Monday off. Someone said praise the Lord. So even if I am just preaching to myself, I want you to be a preaching church tonight, and I will get you out of here as fast as I can. If not, y'all better have something to eat tonight, because we're going two hours up in this place. (laughs) Braxton, that means you got to run the aisles too, you know. (laughs) Praise God. If you're in here and you're being attacked in your mind, God is going to set you free tonight. If you have if you are in here and you have sickness in your body, I believe by the time we leave here you can be healed tonight. And I believe if there's anyone in here that has never received the gift of the Holy Ghost, you're going to leave here with the Holy Ghost tonight. I wonder if one more time we could give God some praise in the house for what he's about to do in this building. Praise God. The book of Daniel, chapter 6, verse 16 through 23. My designated reader. Go ahead. Then the king commanded, and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. Now the king spake and said unto Daniel, Thy God whom thou servest continually, he will deliver thee. And a stone was brought and laid about the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet and with the signet of his lord's that the purpose might not be changed concerning Daniel. Then the king went into his palace and passed the night fasting. 
neither were instruments of music brought forth before him. And his sleep went from him. And the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste unto the den of lions. And when he came to the den, he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. And the king spake and said to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God, whom thou servest continually, able to deliver thee from the lions? Then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. My God hath sent his angels and hath shut the lions' mouths, and they have not hurt me, for as much as before him innocency was found in me. Also before thee, O king, have I done no hurt. Then was the king exceedingly glad for him and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den. No man, no manner of hurt was found upon him because he believed in his God. If you will help me preach tonight, I want just for a few minutes to preach to you in the pit with the lions. In the pit with the lions. Can we thank God for his word tonight? I wonder if you could put your Bibles down and lift your hands. And by the authority of the word of God and the power it's in the name of Jesus. I pray you lose the gift of faith in the house tonight. Loose deliverance and miracles in this room right now. I rebuke every humanistic and demonic way in this room. Any distraction, any disunity. I pray it leaves now in the name of Jesus. And let the perfect will of God be accomplished in the house tonight. In the name of Jesus. Someone clap your hands and give God a shout of praise. No, come on, give God a shout of praise tonight. If you will help me preach, you can be seated. If not, stand up so I know who you are. I'll meet you out back. Praise God. Daniel was faced with a lot of opposition when it came to his walk with God. You see, Israel was held captive by Babylon. And Babylon was a multi-god government, a polytheistic government. They served thousands and thousands of gods. At this time of the text, Daniel was one of the ones who was being held captive with Babylon. Babylon was 100% against the idea of the Judaic monotheistic religion. And Daniel was a monotheistic Jehovah believer. But the incredible thing about Daniel is though he was being held captive by Babylon and a monotheistic believer completely different from what their government taught, the Bible says he found so much favor with the king that he was made third in command over all 
of Babylon. Let me stop for a minute and say this to you. That when God's hand is on one of his children, they can find favor no matter where they might be in their walk with God. But you see, sometimes favor comes with enemies. When you find favor with God, not everyone's going to like you. The Bible says Daniel was preferred over all of the princes and kings of Babylon. And the presidents of Babylon, I'm sorry. Which may I add, none of them liked. Because he was not one of them. So all the princes and the presidents of Babylon, they all persuaded the king Belshazzar to sign a decree. That was a plot against Daniel to have him killed if they find him praying to Jehovah God. You see, jealousy can drive somebody to where they would rather see you dead than to see you succeed. You wonder why everything's going wrong and everyone's turning against you. It's because you're finding favor with God and your enemies sure don't like it. Even though the decree had been signed, Daniel spoke up. And he said, you can sign every decree you would like. But there is nothing that can stop me from praying to my God. I'm going to take one more minute and say this. We are living in a modern day Babylon generation. For all the time, for the last five years or six years, I can remember myself. Babylon of the modern day generation has tried to silence the church. They have tried hindering prayer from schools, bringing Bibles in schools. But in a modern day generation of Babylon... We need a group of young men and women of God to stand on the word of God and say you can do whatever you want to, but you cannot hinder me from who I am. You see, all of Babylon even tried changing Daniel's name. And it could have been easy for him at that time, young people, to just become another one of the Babylonians. He could have walked like them. He could have talked like them. He could have acted like them. And he could have worshipped the things they worship. But he refused to. I know that you are in the world every day. But you are not of the world. It's okay to be different. You don't have to be like everyone else. But it's okay to be apostolic in a Babylonian generation. Let apostolics arise in the generation today that says you cannot silence me. Someone said praise the Lord. Because of the decree that was signed, day by day the princes and the presidents of Babylon would go to try to find Daniel praying in his room. But Daniel 
was not like most other people. If we knew today that we could die from what we believe in, we would close the windows, lock the doors, soundproof the walls, and we'd keep it inside of our comfortable box. But not Daniel. But the Bible says that in the evening time that Daniel opened the window and begin to pray to Jehovah God. Why did he open the windows? Because he's not intimidated by Babylon. And when they found him in his room praying to Jehovah, the rulers and princes and the presidents of Babylon went to the king and said, Oh, king. Do you remember what you signed? It's the rule. No one can pray for 30 days in Babylon. But we found somebody. You know David, one of your favorites? He was breaking your laws. What are you going to do about it? You see, I don't believe that the king wanted him thrown in the pit. But at the same time, he had to be a man of his word. And when he found Daniel praying... And they came to him with the news. He said, bring Daniel unto me and let us cast him into the den of lions. You see, lions are not your pretty little furry cats. Like the ones that have like the little thing that they hit with the toys and the fun bath. Jason, Jason, y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all have like 110 cats in your house. I'm not talking about the fuzzy ones. I'm not talking about the, the ones that are so cute. I'm talking about the ones that are at the top of the food chain. The lions that are the real deal. In just a few moments, Daniel went from favor into a den of lions. You see, God showed me some of you in the room tonight. I don't believe it's a coincidence that you're here tonight. But God showed me that some of you in this building are facing situations that feel and look like it's wanting to eat you alive. Your life is crumbling. Your marriage is crumbling. Your finances are crumbling. You feel like all of your favor is gone. And you have prepared for your trial to eat you alive. It is a scary thing when a present circumstance has every intention to eat you alive. Some of us might be asking tonight. I don't understand what I've done to deserve this. All I was doing was living for God. Maybe it would be easier to just quit living for God. I'm in a pit for no reason. I did no wrong. Some of us might be asking that tonight. But I come to tell someone in the house that it's in the situations where you feel there is no way out that God makes his way inside of the of the pit that you're in and he has come to deliver you from the lions tonight and he's about to shut the mouth of every lion in every situation that you thought was going to be the death of you he's shutting it tonight it's ending tonight no more tonight you're coming out 
Well, he's an on-time God. You may not come when you want him to, but he'll be there right on time. It looks like you're about to get eaten alive in the house, but God is coming in to your pit. Praise God. Someone look at your neighbor and say, you're coming out of the pit. No, no, no. Say, you're coming out of the pit. I know you can't see your way out tonight, but you're coming out. I know you're surrounded by lions tonight, but you're coming out. I know your finances are a disaster, but you're coming out. I know your marriage is crumbling, but you're coming out. I know you're about to lose your ever-loving mind, but you're coming out. Tonight, God is going to begin to transform your situation into a miracle. Bible says the devil is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. You see, he's seeking who he may devour. The only way he can devour you is if you let him in. The only way he's going to win is if you let him in. But he's like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. You see, when a lion roars, it is used as an intimidation mechanism to put fear into the prey. And when fear enters the prey, it's game over. When fear comes in and they say, I can't beat him, they're done. He is a roaring lion, and he's using his roar tonight to intimidate you. But I want you to know something, that if the devil had power to kill you, you'd already be dead. So roar all you want to, devil. You can't touch me because I am a child of God. You make all the noise you want to, but I'm going to praise my way. You see, when Jesus went to Calvary, he conquered the devil, which means we as children of God are victorious already. The devil has some of you convinced tonight. That you're at the end of your rope. He has you convinced tonight that you're in the corner. You can't take anymore. And he's convinced you that you're done. But the Bible says when Jesus came out of the grave, he took the keys to death, to hell, in the grave. So that means... Anything in the circle of death, hell, in the grave, my God has the keys. And when Peter, and when Peter had the revelation that he was the Christ, the son of the living God, 
Jesus said, Thou art Simon Peter, and upon this rock I shall build my church, and I will give you the keys to the kingdom. We have the keys tonight. I said, We have the keys. I wonder if just for a second you can lift your hands in the building and thank them. Someone thank him tonight. Praise God. seated. God spoke to me and listen, if you have not been to Saturday night prayer, you are missing out. God is meeting us here every Saturday night. Some of you are saying, I know the time is really late. We can change that if you want to come. Sister Chelsea, I'm going to change it for you so you can come. Because you need the Holy Ghost. <laughs> but in prayer last night, when you walk with God, God speaks to you. When you walk with God, you can hear Him. It's the most interesting thing. All we have to do is pray to hear His voice. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> and God spoke to me last night. And I want to share something with you tonight. This is no revelation by any means. There's a lot of people in here tonight that are much wiser than I am. And I'm not going to act like I have all the answers tonight because I definitely do not. I'm still learning in my walk with God just like everyone else. But God spoke to me and as I'm getting ready for the sermon and he said, What does the devil's roar sound like? I don't know. What do you want me to say? Meow? Moo? Ribbit? I don't know. Tell me. And he said, uh, do you remember when you were in the hospital? I said, yeah. He said, the devil did not put you in the hospital. He doesn't have that power. Absolutely does not. I believe that sometimes we can go through things because God intends us to so we can so he can build our faith. Because if we had everything right, Brother Duggar, we wouldn't need faith. We wouldn't need God anymore. So sometimes things have to go wrong. Someone said, praise God. I know you don't like it, but sometimes we have to go through things. He said, the devil didn't put you in there, right? No, sir. But how many times could you hear him saying, I'm going to take your life? A lot. <laughs> he said, you know, the way the devil roars is he takes what I intend for good and to make you believe he has done it for evil. And the only way that he wins is when you give him the credit. 
Oh, pastor, the devil has put sickness in my body. I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, pastor, the devil has my finances. I can't get free. He doesn't. God does. God holds everything in his hand. But the way the devil is going to roar at you is to make you believe you are all by yourself. And that he has isolated you. Because when you're in a den with lions, it's easy to feel alone when the stone is on. When the stone is on top of the den and you feel like no one's there, that's when the devil says, I've got you right where I want you. But Romans 8.28 says that all things work together for the good of those that love God and are called according to his purpose. Hallelujah. I want to go up on a limb here. You wonder why your car's breaking down and you think it's the devil. It's not. It's God getting ready to open a window of blessing for a new one. You wonder why you can't find the job you want? It's not because the devil is holding it. It's because the one that God is intending for you is about to open. We need to give God more credit than we give him and say, I trust you, Lord. Someone get up on your feet for just a minute and lift your hands and say, I trust you. I trust you, Lord. And sooner or later, God is going to turn the den that you're inside of as unlimited favor and a miracle. Sooner or later, it's going to change. Can I have a few more minutes tonight? Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Ghost in this room. Ah. Notice Jesus. There's such a prophetic move in this house right now. Someone just needs to lift your hands and receive what God is pouring out in this room. Come on, someone lift your hands and receive what God is pouring out tonight. He's pouring out something in this room tonight. I'm going to get a little bit ahead of myself tonight. The Bible says, I don't need to preach much longer. God's about to move in the house. 
The Bible says that the king was, was restless and ordered everyone to get out of his room for the night as he was restless for Daniel. That shows us tonight that when Daniel thought everyone had turned against him, there was one that found favor with him and that loved him. I know you feel alone in the room tonight. There are some in this room right now that feels like everyone's turning their back on you. But you can't see outside of the pit that there are some people and you look to your left or your right right now and the people around you are with you. And the people around you care for you. And whatever you're going through, you're not alone tonight because that's why God gave us the church. I'm glad half you believe that tonight. That's why God gave us the church. We're family. When one hurts, we all hurt. When one cries, we all cry. When one gets elevated, we all thank him for elevating that person. The church does not have room for disunity. And I'm under the anointing of the Holy Ghost right now. And I command in the name of Jesus that anything that could sow disunity in this congregation would be gone. Every demonic spirit and every humanistic spirit that's trying to sow disunity among the brethren. I rebuke it and get it out of this room right now. Because to have a day of Pentecost experience, we have to be in one mind, in one accord. The Bible says that the king came under the pit and screamed, Daniel, Daniel. I want you to pull up verse 25 on the screen. Uh. I thought it was verse 25. Let's see here. Did I say 25? Oh, God forgive me. I meant verse 20. God, give me clarity in the house. I preached twice. I'm not used to it. Give me a break. Dad, you preach three times sometimes. Now I know why you're half crazy. <laughs> Praise God. I'm going to get myself in trouble. I better stop that. Do you have your microphone still? Sam, can we make this microphone work up here? Mic 7. Sweet. That means I don't have to walk all the way down there. Well, it's on. Dad, will you read verse 20 one more time? And when he came to the den, he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. And the king spake and said to Daniel, Oh, Watch Daniel, this. Watch this. Servant of the living God. Stop. Why? 
is a Babylonian king calling Jehovah the living God. He's calling him the living God because he knew that if he was alive, that there was one God in his name. Hey, one God in his name is Jesus. Hey, because when God is going to deliver you, everybody around you is going to see it was because of Jesus. Someone ought to praise him right now. Because every child you're going through is going to show that Jesus reigns. Every trial that you're going through is to prove that Jesus is alive today. So child of God, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. I know it looks dark, but stand still. Stand still and see the salvation. You can stand on your feet tonight. I'm quickly coming to a close. The king came. Let's finish reading that verse, Sister Shauna. There you go. Come take my microphone, Dad. It's yours anyway. Is thy God, whom thou servest continually, able to deliver thee from the lion? Then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. My God hath sent his angel. Because when you're going through something, God's going to... God's going to send his shut up. God's going to send his angel to wherever that you are and he's going to deliver you. He's going to deliver you. I shouted so hard my sock fell down. God has sent his angel. I'm going to finish reading that. Is that okay? And have shut the mouth of the lion that they have not hurt me. For as much as before him innocency was found in me, God knows if you're right or you're wrong. You don't got to prove yourself to everyone. 
God knows. Praise God. Moving on. That one was free. <laughs> and also before thee, O king, have I done no hurt. 23, please. The king, exceeding glad for him, and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So when, so Daniel was taken up out of the den, listen to this, and no manner of hurt was found upon him because he believeth in God. Hold on. You're going to shout in just a minute. Not a single scratch came out on Daniel because God was with him. And when God is with you, he's going to protect you. And if God be for us, who can be? Who can be? Hey. Who can be against us? I just want to point something out. Verse 24. God, I feel like I'm an English teacher today. The king commanded, they brought those men which had accused Daniel. I'm going to speak to some of you who are being accused tonight. And they cast them into the den of lions. Them, their children, and their wives. And the lions had mastery of them and break all their bones, blah, 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 blah. Because no one can get away with accusing an, an innocent child of God. You don't have to prove that you're innocent. Let God fight. Their children, their wives, in them. Because anything that could have came back Oh my God. To bite Daniel after the den was killed that day. Because when God delivers you, you are delivered for the rest of your life. God sees you right where you're at. You don't have to worry. You don't have to worry. God is with you. You are not alone. For God is on your side.
that's in here tonight. I'm done. I want to invite everyone to the altar who feels like they're in the pit of their life and there is no escape. I want you to come down. Your finances are a wreck. Your marriage is a wreck. Your home life is... Okay, how about we be honest tonight and know that we all have problems. All right, and the rest of you perfect people come in too. I guess. All you perfect saints. Want to go roast hot dogs tonight. If you're roasting hot dogs, invite me. I've been really craving them. Hallelujah. Roast over the fire or a charcoal grill, whatever you want to buy, count me in. Here's how I'm going to end tonight. Notice, let's go back to verse 20 one more time. Or whatever verse that was. I don't even know what verse it was. Go back to the verse where Daniel was saying that God delivered him. That one. Verse 23. I think it's 23, Sister. Sister Shauna, you do an awesome job back there. Verse 22. And anyone who can put up with Dylan Jordan for a night preaching with his ADD deserves a medal. Okay. No, Mom, it was verse 23. That's the one I wanted to go to. Verse 23. All right, I'm going to go down a little bit. So Daniel was taken up out of the den. No manner of hurt was found upon him because, because he believed in his God. If Daniel thought he was going to die, he would have. If Daniel thought he was at the last rope and he was going to be eaten, he would have. But the Bible says that he believed in his darkness he believed. In his pit, he believed. In his trial, he believed. In his financial mess, he believed. In his marriage mess, he believed. I don't care what you're going through tonight, but if you believe that God is going to see you through, I wish you'd lift your hands right now and begin to praise. Let it go. Come on, God, seeing you through tonight. If you believe, let your worship show you believe tonight.
I want all of you that have a financial need. I want you to come and gather right here. If you have a financial need, I want you to come. If you need a financial breakthrough, I want you to come here. If you have physical needs, if you have physical needs, I want you to come right here. I want you to get right here in the center if you have a physical need. I want you to get right here. Financial over to my right. Physical needs here. All the other needs, I want you to come right here. Not going to name them. You don't have to name them. I want you to come right here. I want you to gather together. Financial needs over here. Physical needs here. All other needs over here. I want you to join up one for another. The first thing I want you to know, I want you to look around at those. If you have, make enough separation so we know where you are. All right? Make enough separation so we know where you are. Financial needs right here. Physical needs right here. All the other needs right over here. Here's what I want you to know. I want you to look around you because you're not alone in the pit. I want you to understand you're not alone in the pit. There's other people there with you. Some of us have been there with you. You're not alone. But I'm going to pray a prayer tonight, and I want you to pray one for another. And I want you to believe that God is going to shut the mouth of the lions because you believed on the Lord. I'm not going to re-preach the message. Dylan did a fine job tonight. But I want you to believe the Lord and accept the fact that God is going to close the mouths of the lion. And your tormentor is going to come look and be shocked when he finds out what God has done for you. Come on, agree together right now by the authority of the Word of God and by the power that is in the name of Jesus. I speak financial miracles. I speak physical miracles. And I speak miracles that are beyond my imagination right now in the name of the Lord that you are going to make a way. Tomorrow, you are going to begin to open doors. It is going to begin to happen in the next 24 to 48 hours. You're going to begin to send answers and provision in the name of Jesus. No matter what the weapon is, I want you to know that you are going to win in Jesus' name. Now somebody shout for the victory tonight. Praise him for the victory. I, I got to praise. I got to praise and I got to praise.
Jerry Hanna is going to have surgery, back surgery tomorrow. Brother Jerry, is it all right if we pray for you tonight? Brother Dan, why don't you and some of the elders, Brother Jerry, some of you guys that know Brother Jerry well, why don't you go back and lay hands on him and pray for him? He's going to be having back surgery tomorrow. We believe God's going to do a miracle in his life. In Jesus' name, why don't you just, if you're praying, go ahead and keep praying. Extend a hand back toward Brother Jerry. God's going to be with him tomorrow in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we believe you, God. Oh, we believe you, Lord. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we believe you for healing in his body. In the name of the Lord. Be the
I want you to lift your hands in the building right now. I want every hand lifted. I feel the switch in the Holy Ghost. I want to encourage someone tonight. Can I encourage someone tonight? God is able to do just what he said he would do. Hey, he's going to fulfill every promise. Come on, lift those hands. Say, don't give up on God. Don't give up on God. Your hands and praise Him. 